Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I want to talk about uh, just having gratitude for the people who educate our children. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I want to talk about uh, how we should be showing gratitude for those who educate our children on a daily basis. And I think there's going to become a level of gratitude from everybody simply because now that you're educating your own child with this homeschooling because of this pandemic, um, and, and, and honestly, in my situation, from day one, uh, my son has two absolutely amazing teachers, uh, and they had curriculums day one they had a platform called Seesaw that we've been working off of where multiple lessons each day get loaded into this thing and eight o'clock each morning, they're ready to go for school. We have the tools we need. Uh, within a couple of days, they set up Zoom meetings where they have like 45 minutes of classroom time with their class. Everybody gets in a, a, a video conference. Uh, give the instructions for the day, check in with their friends, right? They get an opportunity to chat with their friends and just say what they like and maybe what they don't like about being at home all day long. And obviously kids, they miss their friends. Uh, They miss the opportunity to engage uh, personally. Um, uh, They miss their teachers. Uh, They just miss their routine. And now there's a new norm and a new routine. However, you know, these teachers are at home now having to rely on us parents to do their job. Um, and we're doing it on an individual one-on-one basis. But realize, and, and I think even for myself at the beginning of this, I'm like, man, they just kind of got a vacation. They got an opportunity to, hey, I'm sure they had these lesson plans. They just need to upload them and they're done for the day. No, they're grading this work. They're in there. And, and here's the thing. Now that not only are they educating the students, they're having to educate us as parents. How do we do this? And not only how do we do what they did, how do we do it in our new normal? Um... So part of the reason I've been, I've been wanting to do this episode for a couple days now, it's kind of been on my heart, uh, but just a couple hours ago, I got a, a message from my co-president of the PTA. If you, if you guys don't know, I don't know how much I talk about that on here. Uh, I am the co-president of the PTA at my son's school. We do have a Facebook page where the, the parents, uh, there's like 800 parents on there. It's called the Friends and Family page for the school. It's not associated with the PTA, but we do have kind of an eye on that page to make sure that there's nobody in there uh, talking negatively about the school. And if they are, if we could interject in a positive way. And a message went up where a parent felt as though the teacher in her classrooms, she has two kids, not just one, but two classrooms, 
They just weren't doing enough. Um, so one of the teachers that is very well respected said, could you pull it down? And the reason she did ask, not, not, not so that people don't have an opinion, but that's not the proper protocol to go and say, hey, I don't think it's an opinion. But it's a negative opinion in a pandemic. When I'm sure these teachers being thrown out of their element, having to answer questions from, you know, 20 plus parents, uh, having to grade things while they're dealing with their own family, right? A lot of these teachers have kids of their own that they're now homeschooling in addition to doing their stuff. And I just don't think everybody understands the dynamic of the individual and everybody's putting their junk on other people. You know, I and I'll, I'm going to be a little transparent here on my end. I wish there was less work. You want to know why? Because my workload hasn't slowed down. Uh, I still work from home. I still put out these podcasts. Uh, my clients need me more than ever as a as a certified life coach. That's what I do. My clients are going through a lot of change and dynamic, and they need uh, strategies to cope. So maybe there's a little extra time, but you know I can't miss my client calls at this point uh, because people are home and people need guidance. But my wife is home. Both of my boys are home. Uh, she needs time to work. Uh, I need time to teach. Uh, my two-year-old needs time for play and interaction. And doing five hours of schoolwork in addition to my own job, in addition to relieving my wife, in addition to just managing the household as a whole, as parents, it's not just me. Uh, I don't need the amount of work that has been placed upon us. Some people don't work from home. I happen to be one. Some people now are home, right? They're home and they don't have anything to do but pour into their kids. Um, hopefully the government stimulus is helping them. But if I look from my own perspective, I wish the workload was minimized simply because my workload just got doubled and tripled because all the kids are home. But I imagine these teachers, their workloads have gotten doubled and tripled. All of our workloads, something has changed. So if you haven't thought of the amount of gratitude that you have for our teachers because now you're teaching one of their students consistently or two of their students consistently, which are your kids, imagine that times 20. And you may say, hey, but that's what they're qualified to do. That's what they do well. Yeah, but they do it every single day. They do it with a smile on their face in many instances. They do it because they love these children because you absolutely know they do not love the paycheck. It's not about the money for them. So show them gratitude for what they're doing. Send your teacher a note thanking them for all the hard work they're putting in. Thank them for adapting to the challenges uh, that we are all facing right now. Thank them for everything they've done to get your children to this point this year. 
because it's real easy to criticize. It's real easy when things are going tough to complain. But so many people, when things are going smoothly in the way they're supposed to, they forgot to they forget to ask or acknowledge or thank those people who are doing their job at a really high level, which makes you be able to do your job seamlessly. Good or bad, no matter how you feel about your teachers at this point or in the past, send them a letter, send them an email. If you have access, send them a text. Send them through the different platforms and apps that you have to communicate with them. I know we have a number. And just express your thankfulness. Look, I don't know jack about parenting. But I do know this. These people, mostly women, these teachers, pour their heart and soul into our children every single day with very little thanks. And I don't know about you, but when people thank me, it makes me want to do more for them because I know they appreciate. So if you want your teachers to show up at a high level for your children, thank them for what they are doing. And if they don't feel they're doing a good job, they're gonna be like, dang, I'm not even giving great effort. And people are thanking me. I feel guilty. And they'll show up at a higher level. If they're already doing an excellent job, they're going to want to go that extra step for you and your child. It's human nature. And it only takes you a second, a minute, 10 minutes to type an email and say, thank you. So if I haven't said it, I've already said it to my kids' teachers. Thank you to all of the educators out there for everything you do to empower our little ones. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.